0: Hi, my name is Denek, I'm an English teacher from the Czech Republic, and you're listening to my podcast called Denek's English Podcast. Here is another episode, have fun! Welcome back to Next English Podcast. How are you today? I hope you are great. I'm okay, thanks. I'm sitting outside on one of those gymnastic balls and um, I'm recording another episode for you. Mostly these days, um, it's just the live shows, isn't it? Like every single episode is the live show almost. So I thought I'd do something different for a change. And um, I also want to keep a promise which I made um, in one of the recent episodes of The Next English Podcast. I said I would record an episode um, to sort of review the vocabulary that I've been teaching on YouTube these days. I've got a YouTube channel, in case you haven't heard about it. It's not very popular or anything like that, but, um, well, I wouldn't mind making it a bit more popular, to be honest, and... um, it's just something i do because i want to learn how to use a a camera and um, i know this is a bit of a weakness and i have to work on it so that's why i started recording youtube videos i've i've got about 24 right now to be honest and um uh, there is a channel there's a youtube channel it's teachers danek so you can easily find it on youtube and the the series is called Uh, Zdenek's English vocabulary. Very original, I know. Very original name. And in this series, I teach you um, an item of vocabulary. It could be a word, a a single word, or or, um, it could be an idiom or a phrase. And um, each video is about one to maximum three minutes long. And um, also, after every five videos, I do a little review where I... Pretty much test your knowledge of the vocabulary that i've taught you in the previous videos so um in this podcast i thought i could do a little bit of a crossover and um, look at all those phrases and words that i've been teaching you not all of them but let's do the first 20. how about that i've got about 45 minutes for this because then i've got i've got to um I've got to make a Skype call so um, this episode is kind of half prepared I've got a list of the items that I want to go through but because I don't like reading out from script completely I'm gonna be sort of making things up as I go along as well so get ready for some improvisation especially when it comes to giving examples and setting this context for the vocabulary because you have to teach vocabulary in context. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense. It's not the correct way to teach English. And this is something I learned in my CELTA and DELTA courses and obviously at university. So there that is, that is a method to the madness, right? Or to my madness, as they say. Um, also, I will be using Cambridge Online Dictionary. I've already used it it's it's here in my notes just to check the meaning you know because obviously when I present the context to you and explain the vocabulary it's good good to have a dictionary definition as well because well that one is perfect right and also I like the Cambridge one because it uses it has very good wording in it so yes um Let's get started, shall we? Let's crack on. So, number one, um, a silver lining. Wait, actually, didn't I say that I would first set up some sort of context? I did, didn't I? Yes. Okay. so let's talk about coronavirus, I guess. Um, A difficult time, a difficult period, pretty much since um, it's been going on since the beginning of this year, especially here in Europe, but it really got out of hand let's say at the end of February at the beginning of March it started getting out of hand out of control and well people have to be self isolating a lot of lockdowns all across the world I wonder if there is any sort of silver lining there because as we know every cloud has a silver lining so is there a silver lining I suppose we have more time on our hands And we can learn new things, we can take up new hobbies, Yeah, we can ponder and pontificate, what's the word? Pontificate, I think it is. We can ponder about our lives, think about what we have achieved, what we haven't achieved, think about a change as well, like what could we do differently so that we fulfill our potential. So I guess that could be a silver lining. Now, what's a server lining? So it comes from a phrase, every cloud has a server lining, which is used to emphasize that every difficult and unpleasant situation has some advantage. Okay, so that's exactly what I'm talking about here. Um, A server lining. Uh, Number two is this. So, COVID-19. Horrible virus, right? I'd say I'd go as far as to say that it's it's deadly this virus is deadly and it's definitely life threatening it threatens our life yeah so if we catch it and especially if we have got some underlying conditions let's say we are a bit older and we've got we've got a heart problem or a problem with our lungs or something like that well it could potentially kill us right it's life threatening so if something is life- threatening that means it's very serious, and it can cause death. We often use it to describe diseases. Right now, uh, and you can see what I was doing when I was teaching this vocabulary because I started with this when I came back from England, and I guess, I guess um, I was full of this shit at the time and. I wouldn't talk about it non-stop like this these days, I definitely wouldn't, but my first videos are kind of about this topic. I hope you don't mind the theme, but I think it's quite relevant and um, relatable, I guess. So we're still kind of in lockdown, aren't we? The Premiership matches are happening, but there are no fans in the stands. No people are allowed to go to the stadiums, unless you are a football player or a Journalist. journalist. You can't really go there, right? So, why are they such loud vehicles these days? I don't even live that close to the road, but I'm sure the microphone picked it up. So, okay, so how long do you think this can go on? How long do you think before we come back to normal, or will we ever go back to normal. Um, I wonder, so how long can we sustain this? Sustain is a verb and it means to cause or allow something to continue for a period of time. So I think it's unsustainable. I think we can't go on like this forever. We can't sustain this because this is not who we are. Like if, if if our governments tell us to to stay in lockdown and self-isolate and if they kind of forbid us from drinking beer let's say people will just riot people will just you know they will protest because we want our freedom back <laughs> yeah so i don't think it's sustainable i don't think we can sustain this any longer okay um the next one so you know when you do the stuff around your house kind of decorating, repairing your home, or painting your house, and making your home more interesting. Well, this is called DIY. Do it yourself. It's an abbreviation. DIY. Um, so that's, that's when you do things yourself rather than paying someone else for you to do it. That, sorry, rather than paying someone else to do it for you. So... What what else could be DIY? I suppose um, some woodwork could be DIY. Is gardening really DIY? Uh, I think it's a separate activity. But um, if you decide to fix your table, which is a bit wobbly and unstable, well that could be considered DIY in my opinion. I'm not a big DIY fan to be honest, but um, sometimes it's necessary, isn't it? You want to put up a shelf or something like that to dust off the good old drill (laughs) okay so DIY, notice how this is an abbreviation and the last, always the last letter in an abbreviation is stressed so you say DIY Yeah, like TV, EU DIY Uh, okay, now sometimes when you have to do the chores, when you have to do all those things around your house that are not very popular Um, we can use the phrase to do the washing do the cleaning and do the shopping stuff like that so this is very this is very useful indeed very nice phrase don't forget to use the ING and the definite article the Um, today actually I did the washing and I think I'm going to do the shopping at the weekend at the weekend no at the weekend yeah what 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 sound yes so that is the first five videos done and dusted hmm spoiler alert done and dusted is gonna be one of the future expressions yes so the first five remember you should always check the videos as well because if you want to really learn these phrases it's a good idea to not only listen to this podcast, but also watch my videos because it's it's good repetition for you, good review, and that is a test as well. So check it out. Teaches Denek Z D E N E K. That's how you spell my name. Teachers Denek YouTube channel. So don't forget, you can subscribe and watch all these videos. It will make more sense for you to to do to do this as a companion to this episode. To be honest. Okay. Now, next up on my list is number six, Um, right, so let's imagine, let's imagine that you've got to do some DIY and you tell your wife, hey, listen, I need five hours for myself. I'm going to fix this chair. (laughs) I don't know why you would need five hours to fix a chair, but if you are someone like me, it might not be enough. Because you could make things worse, right? So I suppose um, you, you take your five hours to fix the chair, and um, well, your wife gets a bit impatient, and she suspects you of cheating on her or something. So she comes to your she comes to your shed where you would be fixing, allegedly fixing the chair, and she does indeed find you there fixing the chair surprise surprise you're actually a good boy and she says how did you get on with it or are you getting on with it so if you ask someone how did you get on with it it means how did you do in it or how did it go or is everything okay with it right so to get on with something it means to start or continue doing something especially work but you can use it as a question how did you get on in the test did you pass like that right now this is the one that I've already used so I've just finished uh, number six to get on with something so it's done and dusted and now we can move on to number seven which is indeed done and dusted nice phrase one of those binomial phrases where you have got Two words which are kind of connected with a connecting word and or or in this case it's and and often there is alliteration so the words have um, the same sound the two words have the same sound done and dusted yes yeah, so it's kind of poetic or what so if something is done and dusted it's pretty much over it's finished yeah so once this episode is done and dusted I'll move on to next one there are so many strange vehicles here like agriculture kind of vehicles you know tractors and combines and vehicles like that it's it's really annoying they're going back and forth something is happening something is happening here Um, so it's it's rather annoying when you have to record an episode of the podcast i don't mind the birds the birds are nice i'm sure you can hear the birds there are a lot of birds up on that tree in in front of me and um, they, they're very, very, you know, they are singing beautiful songs. So it, I think it, it does make a good impression for the podcast. But the, the vehicles, whew, rather annoying. Um, where was I? And that is the expression in number six. Where was I? Um, so this is one of those that you can use when you forget what you wanted to say. Or when you forget where you were. Where were we? Where was I? What's the word I'm looking for? And I've lost my train of thought. If you want to know more about this, if you want me to teach them these, then check out the episode Best IELTS Tip Ever, which I published not long ago, about four months ago or so. And you'll find all of these episodes there with the explanation. So number nine is basically your friend has regular mood swings you know she one day she's she's happy the next day she's she's depressed and down in the dumps so you could describe her behavior as erratic it's kind of it's it's kind of unpredictable you don't know what to expect right she behaves in a in a way that it's not really regular kind of behavior erratic do you have do you have a friend that has erratic behavior let me know so number 10 um so this one is this was used actually by boris johnson who basically had to act as this kind of person who had to you know calm the nation down just to make them feel better about the terrible situation that was happening in the uk regarding the coronavirus outbreak and, um, well, one of his messages was that he said, stay alert. Alert is an adjective that Boris Johnson used in one of his slogans, stay alert. And, um, well, it pretty much means um, uh, just act, act quickly, just look what's happening around you, be, be vigilant, you know. And be quick to see and understand and act in a particular situation in the right way just um, if you see somebody starts coughing don't go near them right (laughs) run away escape so that means to stay alert okay so that's number six seven eight nine and ten done and dusted and we can move on to number 11 don't forget after every five uh, items you've got a review test on my youtube channel so, I think I think th- th- this channel is quite good. I mean, I, I have used a bit of self-deprecation as I normally do, as I'm sure you've you've heard it from me before. But I, I actually think this 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 series is quite good and useful, and I do it in a logical way, and um, I always use the vocabulary from the previous video as well, so that you can hear it more times. So, I think this video channel is the the best thing since sliced bread okay so that is the next expression the best thing since sliced bread it's one of my favorite actually it's an idiom it's an informal idiom and it means it's excellent okay it's really good so if something is the best thing since sliced bread it's really really good It's the bee's knees its um, top drawer okay so if you are outside your house doing your usual things you could say that you are up and about so if you go to a park let's say and you hang out with your friends we could say you could say that you're up and about okay very nice one again it's a binomial phrase out and about and notice how we don't say and the d the d sound is kind of left out out and about out ten out ten so there is a link between t and and out and about n about n about another link so instead of saying about out and about we say out and about so the d, d is omitted is actually is this called elision i think it is elision of the sound Right, so let's move on to number 13. Um, I'm flipping my paper here, paper with my notes, and this one is when you're very, very clumsy. Let's say you drop things often. Let's say you want to wash out, wash out? No, wash up. You want to wash the dishes and then you drop the, drop the plates or the cups. All that we could describe you as a Butterfingers really strange word, it's a British English one, a butterfingers. Also it's weird that we use a and the word is kind of in plural, isn't it? It's not considered plural actually, it's just the way it is, right? So if you're a very clumsy person, a person that can't be trusted with items in their hands, then we could call you a butterfingers. Okay, now I hope this is not too much for you. I hope I'm not teaching you too many items. I'll see what I can do, but I think I'm going to put these words on my website as well. teachersdenic.com. See if you can find the words there. If not, then do let me know and I'll see what I can do. I could uh, make a list of the words for you and the definitions as well. But if this is too much, you are probably inundated. You're probably overwhelmed with all these words. If you're inundated, it means I'm giving you too much work and you're unable to deal with it because it's just too much for you, okay? So to be inundated or to inundate someone, inundated, to inundate someone, okay. Now, I'm recording a podcast, but I'm receiving some messages right now because I also have a phone in front of me because... Because I'm waiting for the alarm to go off. And if any does, I need to make that Skype call, I said I would. So it's throwing me off balance a bit, I have to say. So if something throws you off balance, it confuses you or it upsets you for a short time. Usually it's someone that says something. So I guess guess those vehicles outside, those agriculture vehicles, the tractors and combines and... Hope I hope combine combine is a word, it might be a false false friend, I should probably check it. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I'm gonna use um, my phone to check the word combine, because I know we use it in my language, check but let's see. Yeah, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna exist. And I'm gonna have to eat the humble pie if it doesn't exist. Let's see. Actually, I'm far from my Wi-Fi, so I have to come closer. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. By the way, to eat a humble pie, it means to sort of admit that you were wrong. Combine. Well, to combine something, obviously, it's a verb. It's a verb um, to merge, but that's not what I meant hmm I don't think it exists I don't think it exists guys anyway forget that word forget that word it never happened I'm gonna eat a humble pie I'm gonna apologize for this okay so there are some agriculture vehicles like big big kind of trucks okay let's call them trucks And some of them are used for harvesting crops and stuff like that. In my language, we call them combined. (laughs) In English, this word probably doesn't exist or... I don't know. Guess what, listeners? My instinct was right. The word combine does exist and it means exactly what it says on the tin. So this is not a false friend. This is what we call a cognate. Cognate is a word in a different language that has the same kind of sound, the same structure. It originally comes from the same language. Usually it's Latin. So combine in my language, but also in English, combine. Or you can say harvester. That would be another word for the same. Right. So I have to eat a humble pie again because I was not wrong. So I didn't have to say that I was wrong in the first place, so I apologize for saying that I was wrong because it turns out I was not wrong. Anyway... I got thrown off balance by them, so if you get thrown off balance you get thrown off you can also say to be thrown off. Um, You're sort of like distracted you know it's like to be distracted or sidetracked okay now that is number 15 done and dusted so we have to do number 16 because that's the next item on the list don't forget after every five items there is a test which you can find on my youtube channel okay if you have to deal with a very difficult problem you have I don't know what could be a very difficult problem. Mm. I can't think of anything right now. Let's let's, let's, um, talk about hornets. Okay, hornets, you know, like, something like wasps, but bigger. So let's say you have got a hornet nest, um, above, right above your front door. Horrible, right? Very dangerous, because if you get stung, could potentially kill you. It's life-threatening, uh, a hornet nest could be life-threatening, so if you have to deal with a difficult problem like that, you ha- somehow you have to take it out or remove it or, or put it away or I don't know what you would do with it or call, call some specialist who can deal with, with the hornets because, you know, the hornets won't be happy if you try to remove their nest. So once you deal with it, we could say that you weathered the storm. Because it's it's necessary to weather the storm, to deal with a difficult problem. Yeah, so usually this is used um, when when you when you refer to a really really difficult problem, like a very serious serious problem. Okay, so again we could use the example of COVID nineteen. So if the government manages to deal with the issue, we could say that they weathered the storm. Yeah, perhaps they ordered a large number of face masks even though they are not helping that much i suppose they're helping a bit so you know how there were troubles that they ordered the face masks they didn't they didn't get delivered and then some some of them were stolen there were so many stories it's kind of all forgotten now uh, but uh, yeah they had to weather the storm okay and <clears throat> um If you've got a lot of problems and a lot of things you need to deal with and you're kind of inundated, overwhelmed with the work your boss is giving you, you could say that you have got a lot on your plate. Yeah, you've got a lot on. So, um, right now I wouldn't say I've got a lot on. I don't think I've got a lot on my plate, but I definitely did in the past and I'm sure the time will come when that happens again. When it does, well, It's not going to be nice, but hopefully I will manage to weather the storm. Okay, anyway, um, let's not get sidetracked here. Let's move on. So the next up is um, this one. Oh, this is one of the funniest ones. So perhaps um, you're one of the nice listeners that doesn't mind my occasional errors, like the one that I did with the word combine um, that I made, actually. So you make, make a mistake, you make an error. So if you are one of those listeners, well, then you probably don't give a monkey's about me making mistakes because mistakes are part of the learning process, aren't they? And mistakes are part of every single one of us. So hope you're tolerant. I hope you don't give a monkey's. Um, so if you don't give a monkey's, it actually means you're not worried by it. You don't care. You don't give a fuck. you couldn't care less yes so I don't give a monkeys about those birds up there because I like birds I like the I like their voices Um, but um, I kind of don't like those vehicles like I said before okay well guys this is pure improvisation so if if it seems like it's not um, done with 100% fluency then i do apologize i'm i'm sure i'm sure i can make up for it in the future episodes of the next english podcast but it's, it's it's nice to do something different for a change and i thought i might as well i might as well record one of those episodes i also wanted to keep the promise so we've got two more to go and then i call i'll call it a day okay so Hopefully this podcast episode is lighthearted. Hopefully I managed to lift your spirits with it. Cuz there are a lot of serious things happening around us these days. Yeah. Like COVID and so on. So it's it's nice to to have some fun as well, just to joke around a bit, you know, to cheer ourselves up. So if you cheer someone up, you lift their spirits. Okay, so to make someone happier. Hopefully this episode is living up to its expectations and manage, manages or is managing, let's use the present continuous tense, is managing to live your spirit right now. Okay, so um, number 20. I can't believe I'm, I've done it. I can't believe I'm doing the last one. So, um, this one is a bit difficult. How do I create context for this? Mm. Right. I think listening to episodes like this can be really helpful for you. can be really beneficial for your language. Especially because I I tend to repeat the vocabulary that I use. Because I'm a teacher, obviously. Make no mistake. This will ultimately boost your English uh, in a massive way. Yeah? So if you say, make no mistake, it's something like, rest assured, or, or, uh, be sure that, or I am certain that, I'm certain that, um, listening to episodes like this, and as well as watching the YouTube videos, will have a positive impact on your English. Yeah? So make no mistake, this will help you a lot. Okay, very interesting phrase indeed. All right. 20 items of vocabulary done and dusted. There are four more videos actually right now in the in the archive. So if you like the expressions that I'm teaching you and you're curious about the next four, then why don't you head o- head over to my YouTube channel again, teaches Denek, or type in Denek's English vocabulary, and um, you will find four more there which I did not cover in this episode. So hopefully. You enjoyed this episode. And please do subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, It does help me out. And it does help other people see this as well. Because the more people subscribe, obviously, the more people are likely to find it. And the more successful your podcaster is, the more happier he is. And the more likely he is to record more fun episodes for you and more quality content for you all right well hopefully hopefully i will be up for doing another of these in the future because once i have uh once i have published episodes 21 to 40 on my youtube channel then i i'll i'll definitely want to do this sort of recap a review here on this podcast because it's, it's also my baby, obviously, this podcast. So I could easily combine the two. And I'm not using the word combine um, in the wrong way this time. Right. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to ZdenX English Podcast Facebook group or visit thenexenglishpodcast